Okay, what's up, y'all? What's up? So this is definitely a special segment for the Government Coins Podcast. We usually don't do them on Instagram Live. We usually do them on YouTube. But uh, this is a special segment, and y'all know, usually I come in, I'm talking about government contracting. But then if you haven't seen the trend recently, I'm doing a lot of just general business uh, information and things like that. So today we are going to discuss getting sponsors for your events. Let's say you haven't, uh, you are planning to host an event for your business or a training or a webinar or anything. If you are looking to do that, uh, this is to go over how to get sponsors for your event. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, there it is. Hi, Novi. You go and send this request now this episode like I said is going to be about how to get sponsors how to attract sponsors for your events you know webinars whether it's digital or in-person events and to really understand and learn more about um, how our guests got into this space and about her company and about the work that they are doing as well so let's see Hey, welcome, welcome. I'm okay. You got a filter on? What filter is that? I need a filter. How are you, Novia? Girl, you know. I need like Ooh, girl, a little glass pop, a little something happened. Ooh, what happened with it? It went so No way. Okay, girl, I got to figure out where it went. You know Great. what? It really doesn't tell you like the name of it. And now it's putting all these weird looking filters on me. I don't like this. It's all right. Mm -mm. I'm, I'm good with Where this Where is it? Why gonna, doesn't it you know, give you more options? We're just going to fake the fuck a little. Ah! Oh. Sorry, y'all. We, <laughs> we just messing around right now. Okay, for real. But, for okay. real. We're here. But, all right. So, yes. Welcome to the podcast. This is usually, you know, something that we do on Instagram, but, I mean, on YouTube, but you know, for this one, I felt like it was necessary for us to have this conversation on Instagram to really just kind of get the information to, out and to share with people about, look, we're still playing this and share with people about. But yeah, so today we are going over sponsorships. So first, Novia, just let us know a little bit yeah. about yourself. First of all, let me give y'all a background as to how we met. So, yeah. um, Back in the day, well, we were both selected as NMSDC's Emerging Young Entrepreneurs. And we had been in like our group text, um, chatting, having conversations for a few weeks with the whole group. And then we finally met up in Atlanta for one of NMSDC conferences. And y'all know how it is. When y'all get around people, you vibe <laughs> with some, with some, you know, y'all hit it off. And with some of them, you be like, that's my, you know. <laughs> so... And Nelvie and I, we definitely kept com com in communication from, you know, that's my number. Like, that's my been a few really years like, now. You know, that's it. Like, think about it. 17-ish. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. It was. So, you know, it, like, and it's like that. It's natural yeah. to be like that. Yeah. Relationships go. Some relationships don't work out. Some To Chloe sometimes. You know, I talk to, to Roy every now and then. So, yeah, it's but that's one of the great things yeah. about being part of like cohorts is like the people that you meet and you know really get to connect with. Sometimes the mm -hmm. the curriculum is sub could be subpar, but but you you get good relationships out of it. You know, <laughs> yes. the connection. Mm -hmm. I said that's all the one thing that I feel like through like the accelerator programs and you know fellowships that like I've been a part of the biggest part of it has been the connections to the group um because i always say like you know is this video of Issa ray and she's always saying like being around other people that are hungry like you like everybody want to you yeah. know navigate and um network up when you need to be networking side to side so i love I, that I, aspect of it I make, being you know, able to connect with other people too. that you can My network peers, side to side get, with you know recommendations and Because that's still one of the best forms of marketing, word of mouth. If that's trust. And that's, and that's one of trust. the foundations of sponsorship. It's hard to build trust. So that, word I'm always excited about sponsorship conversations because trust plays mm -hmm. a huge part in if brands are going to give you some money or not. 
Oh, okay. This, we hopping into it too soon. Okay, and <laughs> over here. Can you tell yeah, us so a little bit about Bedford, yourself, how you got into Carolina. the sponsorship space? New York. I've been in Charlotte since 2015, and basically, um, in my late teens, you know, getting out of high school my mom is like you got to get a job you got to do something if you're not going to go to college um so i had various jobs that's also how i got into jewelry i was in the jewelry industry for 10 years and realized i was a much better marketer uh, than i was a jewelry designer but along that much better marketer um, along the way i moonlit at a production company and we would you know throw events do films and we would always have sponsors and it just so happens that I would be the person that'd be like, you know, we send these emails to such and such and see if, you know, they can come and do a bar. And I'm like, you know, early 20s, like people just be coming and setting up bars at like for free at your thing, right? So this is almost 20 years ago. And I'm like, this is wild. Um, and then it kind of became something I was really good at. So it's like, okay, we need gift bags. Okay, well, we need, you know, money for this film. We need money for this. We need this. We need venues for free. And it kind of became my jam. So about 12 years ago, I was like, I can't believe it's been that long now that I'm saying this. I was like, you know, I'm going to do this a little bit more seriously. And I started asking people if they knew how to secure a sponsorship, right? So about 2013, 2014, you know, I kept getting no, no, no. I would ask 20 people and 18 people would say no. And I'm like, I'm going to, this is going to be the thing that I do. And um, so I told my friends, like, listen, I'm going to take this, you know, sponsorship thing seriously. It's a niche in events. So I love marketing overall. I love events, but it was like this little area I could carve out for myself where I don't have to completely plan an event, right? And I don't completely have to feel like I'm being so salesy. So yeah, so I like, you know, told a couple of friends and one, one of my homegirls hit me, she's a stylist. And she's like, oh, I have someone to, to recommend to refer to you. And I'm like, okay, right. So I'm thinking it's going to be like, you know, she's like, oh, you know, I'm working on this fashion show. Not to cut her short, but I was thinking it was going to be like, you know, some roundabout fashion show, right? I didn't think that it was going to be a huge fashion show for Russell Simmons, um, Argyle Culture Collection and Macy's during New York Fashion Week. So that was like one of the bigger events that we worked on. And we did a partnership with Macy's. Mm. Um, we brought in an app company that live streamed. So before Fendi did it, like two years ago, before anyone did it, in like 2013 and 2014, I set up a live stream where people could buy fashion from the runway directly. So it was an idea that we we had and we made it work and that was kind of mm -hmm. like what put me on the map as a sponsorship professional so i worked with south street seaport after that i worked with a bunch of celebrities um and you know as time went on i was like it's easy to get sponsorship for celebrities right like you know you have a name you did something and swiss beats was a dj so it's like you know all these brands mm -hmm. are hopping on dwayne wade has a basketball camp the ceos are paying thirty thousand dollars to attend brands went in on that but mm -hmm. you know when your homegirl Sherry is, you know, doing a fundraiser, like who's gonna give her sponsorship, right? So as it as I went along, it became an agency kind of for all, but I wanted to scale it even bigger bigger. So it went from being a agency to being a technology company. And that's how we started making it into a software and we're in beta and creating what it is now, which is basically like the Yelp for event industry, right? So if you're having an event and you want sponsorship, you can come and read review some people who have actually received sponsorship. So we can tell you the average check size. We can say Coca-Cola is gonna take six months to get your check and it's probably gonna be between $7,500 and $12,000, mm -hmm. which in sponsorship, people always wanna know, right? How much is my event worth? Like, what can I get? So mm -hmm. that's kind of how a little engine that could is couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I know, like, this is an iteration from, you know, as technology or as technologists, everything that we work on is constantly evolving. So I love that's that. that's not what it was when I was in the uh, program. We were pitching for people, that's huge. That's which huge. we started a separate no, agency now. We're going to do that and put the sales team out. So the technology was supposed to kind of auto-pitch. Um, and it was, um, you know, machine learning based. It was based on AI, mm -hmm. which AI is a big component of what we've created now. But it's changed so many times, like over the last five mm -hmm. years. It's like, okay, girl, what's it gonna be now? But yeah, <laughs> I mean, but it has to evolve. Like we gotta evolve with the times. We gotta keep up with, you know, what's going on in the marketplace. So oh yeah, for 
I don't know. I think that's one thing that, you know, once you get into tech, you really realize it a lot more. So the other side of it is, can you tell us exactly what sponsorships yeah. are so and sponsorship is, why uh, do marketing companies line items, right? So in a marketing budget, there are things for promotional value. Sponsorship is one of them. So basically, when you take sponsorship dollars on, you are saying, mm -hmm. I am acting as a marketing conduit for you and what you have to do, right? It's not because your party is so great. It's not because you're the baddest of them all. It's because you have a demographic of people that they either need to improve their reputation <laughs> in or capture the audience, right? So sponsorship dollars are basically really? marketing oh, dollars okay. that are given to, a we call them properties, that are given to an event property so they can fulfill whatever it is, whether it's programming, whether it's an event. Sponsorship can be monetary, where they're cutting you a check. Sponsorship can be venues, when they're going to give you a venue. It can be in-kind, where they're giving you items or donating things, like, you know, gift bags, all that is in-kind sponsorship. Um, it can be a media sponsorship, where maybe it's a magazine, like maybe BET is going to come and be a media partner or sponsor for you, and they're going to promote your event for free to get people there. So there are so many different types of... Um, of sponsorship when it comes to, to marketing and events. Got it. And then what type of like it events? And does it so always have to be an we, um, event in order to get sponsorships? So, right, you know, because clearly I'm a serial entrepreneur. So um, along the way, I started another <laughs> company with one of my friends called Black Tech Charlotte. And Black Tech Charlotte, of course, is based in Charlotte, North Carolina. We um, got acquired two years ago. And one of the things um, was that uh, the space here called Camp North and it's this huge, it's like all these acres of land um, that had plants on it. So it has all these buildings and they're like making it to office spaces. We had the first event ever held there was held by us. And they're like, we love you guys. Like, what do you need? And we're like, we always need money. Black folks always need resources. You know, like we, what you mean what we need? We need money, right? To run. <laughs> so, um, you we know. Need money. <laughs> They're like, well, we can't give you money. I mean, we can like, you know, figure out how to give you money. We were like, can you give us space? So we were able to get a 2,500 square foot office space, garage door, beautiful, that we were able to rent out for events. Like we used that space to the ground and had them create a program based on us that they would give black entrepreneurs free office space for a year. So when I say it comes in so many different forms, like, it could come in. Um, it could come in so many different forms. I don't even remember what the question you asked me was. Oh, what kind of things you get sponsorship for? Right. So that's an example of something you can get sponsorship for. Um, I'm saying the different types of sponsorship for programming. You can get sponsorship for your company. Right. Mm -hmm. Say you have, I don't know, a mobile car wash service. Right. So you're driving around washing people's cars. There's no reason why you can't use your truck and have that wrapped and have somebody sponsor that, right? They can sponsor this vehicle for you and you won't have a car payment. So you gotta really be creative when it comes to your business in terms of like being realistic about what your needs are. I work with a doggy, um, a doggy like boutique kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you bought all of this, these products from, you know, the supplier, see if they'll sponsor you to do your launch. See if they'll sponsor you to do this, you know, see if they'll give extra products, see if they'll, because mm. it's stuff that they also have consumer products of that people can buy at home. So you can, there's so much that you can get sponsored. We've gotten furniture sponsored. Like we got Keurig machines for the office. Like <laughs> we ask, we, we, whatever we need, that's what we going to ask for. And see, I'm seeing this is good for two ways. Like on the for-profit side, uh, definitely as an additional like stream. You know, if you want to utilize, like you were saying, that mobile car, you utilizing space that you're not utilizing yeah. and getting sponsorship. Like the advertising, advertising dollars. And then That's on the nonprofit like, side. Our, our goal for yeah. the agency side is okay. always so, okay, okay, so. um, <laughs> minority-owned businesses how to add sponsorship as an additional stream of income. And like one of the things that we do is that we don't tell people to go after one-offs. We always want multi-year deals mm. for our clients. So you have like, you know, if you're having, you know, a big conference, what are you doing oh, yeah. leading up to it? What are the many things that could also be packaged and sell, sold? Like I'd rather get somebody, you know, $300,000 over three years than $20,000 for one event, you know? So if we're gonna, if we're gonna ask, we gonna ask, you know? Gonna ask, ask. You're gonna ask. 
Oh, light. Yeah, the big one. Oh, I like that one. Okay, so another one. So can you tell us a little bit about some of the yeah, brands so, or type of um, companies one of my favorite that actually provide sponsorship? Um, I've worked with Airbnb plenty of times. And one of the things we did with Airbnb mm -hmm. is that right before they really started pushing the experiences and like, you know, the gig economy is huge. So before that happened and then like, you know, teaching people about super hosting, we yeah. were doing an event for a travel um, agency. And I said, well, why don't we do some kind of workshop where we teach people how to stage their homes for photos, right? Because you look at photos and you're like, I don't want to stay there because, well, all it takes is a little bit of staging. So we decided that at the conference, we would actually create a living room. We would stage a living room for Airbnb um, and, you know, have people take pictures of the Airbnb sign. So I asked the furniture company for $20,000 worth of furniture. I was like, hey, I'm doing this deal with Airbnb. Like, this is what I need, you know. We'll return the furniture. <laughs> like, you can come take it back, you know. Just let, lend it to us. And they were like, you can have it. So my <laughs> client still has the couch and the rug in her house right now. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, Airbnb is one of my favorites. I enjoyed working with Fiverr. We work with a lot of alcohol companies. Food and beverage is huge, right? So one thing we know about food and beverage is that there's always going to be a new flavor okay. of something. Right. Coca-Cola is going to try and have 27 different flavors. Remember when they came out with all, mm -hmm. they had grape, they had orange, they had everything. All of that to me was marketing dollars because they have to test it in the market, right? They have to have people taste it. They have to see. So they're putting dollars behind mm -hmm. that. Um, they have to before I started the agency, I worked for vitamin water. So I broke two new flavors into the market, the vital tea and the mango. And we had to give a the mango refresh. The mango refresh is good. We had to, uh, to give away okay. a million bottles of vitamin yeah. water in like a six month period in the tri-state area. You would think that would be easy, right? But for marketing, right? Well, so it went along with the advertising plan. So the train stations yeah. were completely changed. Everything, the, the, there was vitamin water wrappers on the, um, on the trains and like things like that, right? When new snack and beverage brands pop, it's usually because they're owned by a bigger brand. Right. So like Lay's has Dorito, they have all of those other brands. Mm -hmm. So they do have some pushes. So they do have some money. So anytime if you're in the grocery mm -hmm. store and you see new products coming out, you know, there's money behind those products. Right. right? You know, there's some money behind those products. So food and <laughs> beverage is huge. You work with okay. a lot of alcohol companies. Okay. You work with Tito's, Maker's Mark, Hennessy, Carvacia gave me an award um, the year before last year. Come on now, don't get don't get casual. What other <laughs> brands do I love working with? Some of the brands have since closed box water. I worked with them very early on and now they're like, yeah, now they're in Whole Foods and they're okay. I, I like rumble yeah. watches. So literally yeah. the best the exercise that I give my clients to start creating lists is to go through your house, right? Go in your cabinets, go in your refrigerator, ladies. And men mm -hmm. go to the bathroom mm -hmm. for us. When we get to our bathroom, we could at least find forty different products in our bathrooms. So wow. Okay. So essentially, you can build a brand list from within your house, I can especially hear you now. if your demographic is similar to yourself. Now, in some cases, the demographic is a little bit different, but besides that, I say go through your phone, look at the apps that you're using. So, like, there's okay. literally opportunity for sponsorship everywhere the grocery store when you're in walmart like when you're in your own house i always tell people come in from the front of your house and like just look around and you'll be like dad i got that at best buy okay well best buy might sponsor it if not best buy who else sells tv top Tosco's, target walmart and as you think anybody can think about a hundred different brands off the top of their head and then get smaller and smaller i prefer to work with brands um yeah that are smaller so as opposed to like these huge brands because everybody wants the amazons the deltas like everybody wants to huge brands but there's so much red tape with that i would rather work mm -hmm. with a 20 million dollar company than a billion dollar company because a 20 million dollar company chances are that i can get to the decision maker is a lot faster right a lot quicker we were doing a project with netflix and we were good we were good until we got to legal and it was like you can't name this this you got to change the name of the event we had to move the event because we had to change the name we were working
working, we were working with um, somebody in research at Netflix, and basically it was about mm. Netflix algorithms, and it was kind of like research like a Netflix, like user research like a Netflix, whatever it was, and it got through marketing, it got through everything, legal was like, bop, 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 that sounds like we're about to give away some secrets. Back nope. to the drawing board, right? Now, had it Thank been a small one, had it been Tubi, <laughs> they would have let us rock, right? So... Had it have been a much smaller entity, the checks might not be as yeah. large, yeah. but the opportunity to build that relationship is really there um, to gain that trust. So at this point, I, I, I still prefer to work with smaller brands. Like um, I was doing an event recently and they wanted, we were um, negotiating with Pepsi, but I found like, you know, a, a really smaller iced tea company. And I'm like, hey, here's an opportunity for eight to 10,000 people. And, you know, they're like, we can do this. We can do that. So I, I prefer smaller, smaller brands, but I still go, we still got to go after the big boys too. Yeah. Just still. Now that's a good point too. So they, they like what type so when they say basically these are the type of things that they can yeah, offer, So what are they usually looking for in return? Um, sponsoring your equipment. Get out of here. Like, how do I know what to offer? <laughs> no, um, so <laughs> it really depends, right? We've created these crazy plans. Like we were doing an event and Walmart was interested. So it was, there was good outdoor access space. And I'm like, oh, you know, me and the client is like going back and forth because you want your event to be amazing. So we're like, we could get grills from Walmart. We could like, you know, do the outdoor furniture, make it real cute. We can make it like a barbecue. We can do this. We can do that, right? We when I tell you, we were like all over like what we could do with this thing, you know, the internal team meeting, right? So they'll be going to the meeting with Walmart and like, we're ready to present all these ideas. And they're like, we don't really know what we want to do. So my client is like, we can do this. And I'm like, we talked about this. They're like, no. And I said, okay, well, what is your biggest problem right now? Like when you leave here, what is that meeting that everybody in the company is going to be? In? What are y'all talking about? And she said, we're talking about how to market to black women, the grocery store app versus the regular Walmart app. And I was like, we got the black women. So all you need is data. All you need is, is a survey. Different? Are you going to give us the same amount of money? And they're like, if you can help us solve this problem, we're going to give you the same amount of money. And it was, it was a good, it was a nice five figure check. It was a nice five figure, yeah. It was a nice five figure check for, uh, for uh, you know, a long event. And we sat, set up a table with like some stuff that I stole from Walmart, because that's another thing with these brands, right? They're not always going to give you all the assets that you need, especially as black people. We always are going to get the short end of the stick no matter what, and you have to be prepared to work extra hard, right? So Walmart, of course, gave us that yes, but they didn't send us no tablecloth. They didn't send us no pop-up banner. They didn't send us any assets. So not the client, but me went to Walmart and stole said items, okay? So... I go to the Walmart that's having an event on a Saturday and I'm like, hey, so I'm actually working with Walmart, but we haven't received anything. Can I borrow this tablecloth when you're done and I'll bring it back? Because I know that as a marketer, when I see the recap and I don't see some things that that marketer is not going to go to her boss and be like, I messed up. I didn't send them anything. She's going to say, I don't know what happened. We sponsored, our expectation was this. She's not going to say, I dropped the ball, right? So I have to make sure that my client still has the opportunity to keep that relationship. Yeah. And that we can have a case study because now when it's time to talk to Target, we it have a Walmart so case study. So I'm like, hey, can I borrow this tablecloth real quick? I'm, I promise I'll bring it back. So the girl was like, I'll go and see if there's one. I still got it in my garage. So she found a tablecloth just in case somebody needs it. So she found an extra <laughs> tablecloth. And then you know how they have those like at the at the pharmacy, they have those like pamphlets with the, on the little Walmart thing. I'm like, they're not gonna miss this. So, <laughs> grab mm -hmm. me that too. We took it to the event. Then I got a blue, uh, a blue like um, pom pom, and was basically like, "Hey, give me your best cheer." And everybody was like, "Why do you love Walmart?" And then did the iPads and did you know collected the mm -hmm. data. Um, two girls were set up. And, and that's what we collected. So it really depends on what that brand needed at the time. And that's why sending those decks out into the world, it works sometimes because yeah. you don't know what the brand needs. So on this email template that asks basically 20 questions of mm -hmm. what you ask a brand, right? 
So thank you. So some of the questions that I always ask, and like I can get through these 20 questions in a 30 minute call, right? <laughs> so I ask them, are you trying to expand in a market that you're currently in? Or are you trying to capture a new market? Right? So you need to figure out what your position there is, right? Do they already talk to mm. black folks that look like me? Or are they trying to get black folks that look like me? Because then I need to know what the market strategy needs to be. I always ask if they're, occur um, if they're trying to recover from a media occurrence. So this is how we got really good MP. But hi, remember at uh, Sesame Street when that princess oh. stuff wasn't talking to the black kids? Let me tell you, if I had a client, a child's yeah. client that was focused on children, I'd have ate them up. They would have had to give us so much money because they need to, they need to recover from that media occurrence, right? They need to prove <laughs> to us that they do like black people and that's how you do it. So I asked mm -hmm. if they're, um, and you know, you Google that first because you'll know if, you know, if they really have one, right? Because you'll, you'll know about it, right? And that's just the way to bring it up. Like, oh, are there any media yeah, occurrences yeah. happening right now? <laughs> Usually, if you get the like, <sighs> yeah, so, you know, there's some things that we need to work on, and that's when we swoop in, like Airbnb. Airbnb hosts always was getting them in trouble, because they did as hell, and that's when we would come right in, like, you know we know how to I'm handle sure this, would. right? Spot for this event, you know we know how to do this, right? <laughs> so, we, we ask about the media occurrences, we ask if they're, um, if there's any focus on hiring, like depending on what kind of event it is, if there's a uh, if there can be a component to add to that, because now not only do you have access to marketing dollars, you have access to those courses in HR, right? You have, depending on if there's an opportunity to partner with a college, you get even more resources. So every department at a company has budget. So every department, the, the departments that people don't think about is where we get money from legal, Legal got money, right? Legal got a lot of money that they don't use because nobody is asking legal. The cafeteria, I've gotten brands into the cafeteria at Spotify because I asked to be connected to the lunch lady. And she was so happy that somebody was talking to her. I was able to connect her and get beyond me <laughs> to do a partnership with Spotify. <laughs> like, that's huge, you know? Because nobody is thinking about the lunch lady, right? So... You know, so those are questions that I ask, like, yeah, depending on who true. you're talking to, right? Locally, you'll usually talk to a marketing manager, and then, like, you might get, like, the senior marketing manager that'll cover the state, somebody that's regional, then you'll get, like, to the CMO. Mm -hmm. So depending, right, if I'm talking to an alcohol company, say I'm talking to um, Bacardi, well, no, let's say, let's say I'm talking to Maker's Mark, right? Maker's Mark is all part of Centauri Beam. So it's like Cornitas, Maker's Mark, Carvarcier, they're multiple they're multiple brands. They all have individual budgets. Just like with, you know, if you're going to Coca-Cola, this Coca-Cola, this vitamin water, there's power. They all have their own budgets. So if you're doing an event and you can say, hey, are you going to be able to bring in one of these other guys to kind of get, you know, to the, to the full amount of money? We do it all the time. So it's like, you know, there are all these little mm -hmm. things. Don't be using this as your one-on-one -on -one session, Shaquille, okay? <laughs> this is not your personal one-on-one -on -one session. You know what? I'm taking this some notes right now. I'm like, oh, okay. This is my one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, so yeah. there are... Um, there are just so many like different things that we ask. Um, we ask if they're interested in sampling. We ask if they want to speak on a panel. In the alcohol industry, lips to sips is huge, right? They want to make sure that people can actually taste their product. We want to make sure um, we're yeah, we replay it. We want to make sure that you know we're hitting those marks and asking <laughs> questions, like asking them. You know, some of those questions reveal so much information that you would have never thought to ask if most people get on the phone and they're like my event my event my program my program me i'm the best i'm the best and they're never like what do you need what do you need what do you need and once you start asking those what do you need questions then that's when you get the money like that's how you get the money you got to know what they need and then go you edit your deck and then you say here's all the things you told me you need and this is what i can do i know you are jamika <laughs> Look, <laughs> said this whole one on one. Okay, okay. So that's a really good one. Now, here's another thing. Um, in what do I? Well, we talked about what do I offer in exchange. 
Um, can we talk about more about like different and certain marketing campaigns and how I guess you align them with your particular So it depends on, you know, group. with COVID, everything <laughs> had to go <laughs> virtual, right? So everything has slid over to the virtual world. Now things are more hybrid. Now things are more heavily social media. When I started doing sponsorship many moons ago, we didn't have social media as an aspect. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm going to age myself. I'm 39, right? At my 25th birthday party 14 years ago, we ain't, like, I was nobody. And I got my event, my birthday party sponsored. I wasn't an Instagram person. I was like a, in New York, people knew me type thing and was able to like, you know, kind of maneuver. But now you have to be able to, now they want to see that ROI. <laughs> Y'all better take all this one-on-one -on -one energy. Um, so, and you know, and now, now it's a much different place, right? So you need to be able to say, I have this many followers. I have this many that. The most important thing generally is going to be engagement. A lot of brands are looking more for micro influencers and kind of smaller communities. So, and when I say smaller, I mean like 50,000 or less. It's fine. Four, people with 4,000, you know, followers can get sponsorship. People with 1,000 followers can get sponsorship. It really depends on how you present the data and what the purpose and what the purpose of it is. So when you're thinking about these marketing campaigns, Brands are going to want everything, especially right now, right? We are definitely in a recession. Me and Lily um, was on this call too, but we're, look out because we're going to be talking about sponsorship in the recession on June 6th and the effects of that and how it's a very different landscape um, than it's been previously mm -hmm. and how that George Floyd money is gone, right? Remember all that money that they was promising us, right? Okay. Right? How, that, how now Girl, that money ain't nowhere so to be found. So um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's somehow evap evaporated, but
I let them acquire my assets. I was like, y'all, y'all could buy this stuff if you want to buy this stuff. So that was my first acquisition, and I was 25 or something like that, 20, like 26, something like that. I was like, let me see if they want to buy it from me. So they did. I was like, oh, we can do this. I could be a white boy too, right? So, <laughs> so then I, my introduction to tech was through this jewelry tech company. Um, and they basically, you would, if you were a designer, you would either draw or um, CAD, 3D CAD your design and upload it. And they would put it out for votes. If enough people voted, they would put it into production. So they were working with China and they had no idea how to work with China. Mm. And at the time, I, I feel like I was like maybe 27, 28, responded to their ad on Craigslist and was like, oh, I work with, you know, factories all the time. I can totally, you know, come on as a consultant. Came on as a consultant. Um, and saw that it was a complete mess, but their dads had given them all of this money to start this company. And so they're just like bleeding through this money. And I'm like, yo, y'all need to sell. Like y'all gotta get up out of here. Cause you're, you're going to run this business to the ground. So like, really? I was like, yeah. Like, you know, so I helped them figure out how yes. they were going to, um, what they were going to do and how they were going to get this company acquired. And they got purchased by Etsy. And me, seeing that, I was like, oh, we're going to keep doing this. So we're going to keep doing this. So, so we built Black Tech. We didn't necessarily <laughs> build it to sell it. But as we were building it, we all had our own company. So like, I'm a tech founder, all three of us. So mm -hmm. I have um, Vet Tech, Sherelle Dorsey um, has Plexus, yeah. which is um, like database, her other company, which got acquired as well, the plug. Um, so like, you know, she's doing that whole thing. And then Frida has a company called star. It's like a music kind of company, like for gospel music is really cool. And so we were built, we built black tech. And along the way, I'm like, y'all, I'm tired. Like we're five years in now. And this wasn't supposed to be a company, right? It was supposed to be a event. It was literally like a series of events, like the black people, the black tech people in Charlotte. Now we got this building, like we got this office to come to. Now we hosting these workshops. Companies kept hitting us up for talent. So we started a, um, a recruiting arm, which made the most money between recruiting and um, between recruiting and sponsorship was like neck and neck. So then we got government contracts. So it's like we mm. running a whole business. I still had, we also had full-time jobs because we had our full-time jobs and then we had our businesses. <laughs> and it started growing so big. And I was like, no, we got a business like, in this one. We got to get this thing acquired. Like we have to say, like, unless we're all gonna like, unless we're gonna, you know, structure the really hire full time team, then who's gonna manage that? So like, like we're gonna have to hire a CEO. We're gonna have to do all this stuff. Yeah, who's gonna manage this? I'm like, yo, so what are we gonna do? We're like, we're gonna try and we're gonna sell it. And so we put our plan together, and we got it acquired, baby. It was good. We were like, all right, we handed it off to somebody who is very trustworthy um, in this area. We're like, we're gonna, you're going to be able to raise even more money, you know, so I, I stay on, like, I'll, I'll help out from time to time. I check in. I love yeah. the new, they rebranded it. Oh, it's, it looks so good. It's very, like, tribal. So they have events, do a lot. They're really, like, building the community out. Never all Ooh, able to build our stuff. I'm like building it. Vet Deck to sell. Um, that's kind of just, like, you know, it's, we, we mm -hmm. can do it. I, mm -hmm. Black people love to have legacy businesses, but our kids don't always want to run our Yeah, our kids don't always want to run our stuff. Like, I've seen some businesses oh, down, and people like, it's my business and my kid, and I'm like, mm -hmm. they're going to destroy it, so. Yeah. I, 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 trust me. I've been I ready to real say fast. Oh, I'm from New York. No. <laughs> I love that. I love that, though. <laughs> he said you talk faster than ROI. I'm dead. <laughs> okay, so it says, uh, so let yeah. me know about, can you tell us a little bit more about Vet Deck uh, since we're on that topic? Can you tell us about Vet Deck, any other company that you have that assists people with getting sponsorships? Oh, there was another a question that I had. This one is about brand partnerships. So is that along the, the same lines as like sponsorship or is it a completely different area of Two of the entities are like basically equal, but they still need the, the people's other people, right? So we could have Beyonce and Peloton. 
there was enough crossover there that that mm -hmm. made sense. But also, she brought a lot of people to Peloton. She brought a lot of people. Well, and Peloton had a lot of like people other people. She did. Or like Maybe. we can look at what um what Ulta does in Target stores, right? So before there wasn't a there was like a beauty section in Targets, but now we have mm -hmm. Ulta Beauty in, in Target, right? So that is the the partnership and collaboration is very long term. So mm -hmm. that partnership is probably a 10 or 20 year partnership or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when mm -hmm. you're gonna, when you're thinking about co-branding things, yes, it's when you sure. get into that mm -hmm. brand partnership. So if you just want like the, the fast cash, maybe a two or three year deals, you want to ask for sponsorship. If you want that long term, like our teams are going to be working together. They're going to be meeting regularly. Then that's mm -hmm. when you're thinking about collaborations and more partnerships. Okay. 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 I like that. Uh, but back to Bet Deck and back to how you can help us do this. Because, it's, a, it's a lot of work. Uh, so, that is you know, Deck is you know, a sponsorship focus. Like. You know, we work with a lot of events. We work with a lot of programs, a lot of companies, a lot of influencers. And during COVID, we was like, where's the events going to go, right? So 80% of our events during COVID, because I was like, we're not giving no money back. <laughs> we're not giving it any of this money not a dollar we're not giving any of this money back so we were able to pivot about 80 of our um, clients to virtual and the other 20 percent, we were able to just postpone them but so you know that opens up kind of like a new realm of mm -hmm. a new realm of how we work and how we had to work because there weren't that many events right so that's when we started doing a lot of government contracts honestly so we got the city contract in we got a contract with the police department it was like we had to we had to keep the lights on during COVID, but surprisingly, on the education mm -hmm. side of sponsorship, people were into it. So I was doing a lot of one on one sessions so people could get ready for when they came out of um when we came out of COVID. So yeah, so the agency side is like focused on full service marketing. COVID. That's when we do our mm -hmm. AR and VR. Um, we do a lot of activation building. That's the side that we do audits for brands. So a brand will call us in and we'll audit their current sponsorship plan and we'll audit their current events. So like we'll pop up, like if they have a sponsorship with the stadium, right? We'll pop up and make sure that if you're supposed to have 14 panels lit, there are 14 panels. If you're supposed to have this, this is there. Because as I said before, these brands will not always give you what you're supposed mm -hmm. to have, right? So we do a lot of on that side, a lot of audits. We do a lot of one-on-one -on -one okay. sessions. Okay. And that is when you sit with me and we go over a full year of what sponsorship means for your company. So 12 full months, we come up with a strategy. We come up with a plan. Mm -hmm. We pick the industries, um, the categories of what kind of brands you should be talking to. We usually pick between three and five. So like, is it going to be automotive? Is it going to be food and beverage? Is it going to be alcohol? Is it going to be technology? Is it going to be finance? You know, insurance companies always have money to spend. Like, that's just an FYI. Like, you'll see insurance companies every place. I always joke and be like, you could be at a, a dog race and there will be somebody from Northwest Mutual trying to give you insurance, right? <laughs> so, so that's um, one of the ways we can work on that side. And there's all these great templates and just kind of like grab things on vetdeck.com. The, the software side is in beta. So... September relaunch of it. You could, can I throw a chicken? You could throw in a chicken, right? You could throw in whatever you want. <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll fully be launched right now. We're looking for <laughs> event organizers to give us reviews about brands that they've worked with for sponsorship. So if that is you, then you'll have um, early access to the database. Okay. And to me, the most important thing about the database, honestly, is that check size, being able to say, how much money you should ask for. Um, yeah. And the calculator is yeah. on that side. The AI works. component of that is that you can upload your deck and then it'll populate a list of brands that you should be working with. So you don't have to think. I mean, you could ask ChatGTP. You can be like, hey, Chat, I'm having this kind of event. What brands? But they're not going to give you the contact information. They're just going to give you a list. With us, you get the full, the full thing, right? It's a lead generation tool as well. Then there's a sponsorage, and that's a repitch. So, me and Lily Doxy, I don't know if she's still here. Lily, hey, Diamond. If you're still here, just say hey. Um, Lily has a company, the Sponsorage, <laughs> and no, the Sponsorship Conti Urge. Our company together is the Sponsorage. 
Yes, I cover these together. Spicy urge. I want some chicken and rice plate from Manhattan. Spicy urge. <laughs> I do. Hey, D. Um, but so, so, so she was, um, you know, running her company. I was running my company, and people kept asking us to pitch, like individually. And I was like, girl, people want want me to pitch all the time. And she's like, me too. And I was like, it is a lot mm. of work. Like, and I don't want to do it because then I'm going to spend my years pitching. And then I was like, do you want to do it together? Like, choose mm -hmm. an agency and like hire a sales team and like train them and like do all these things. And she's like, yeah. And so the concert last, last, launched last year. Um, it is always oh. at capacity. It is, we have not done any marketing. We have an Instagram with one picture up. We have literally like nothing. And we get so many inquiries <laughs> from word of mouth and we are always at capacity. So we're trying to get more sales team on that. We're very, um, mm -hmm. we're very particular about the events that we pitch there. Cause like, you know, people will come and be like, this is my first, eh, no, we're not doing it. Mm -hmm. Like it's hard the first event when you don't have any skin in the game you know so mm -hmm. that is for our clients who are in that kind of like okay. two-ish three-ish year mark who have proven that you know they have a large turnout that they can run an event one of our clients there has a food truck festival they have 10,000 people a day two-day festival they have 10,000 people a wow. day and a so day? that like they're perfect for us because we're like oh we know how to make this shake, you know? So those are the three ways in which. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, okay. so the sponsor doesn't okay. even have a website. Can you give us the so, website? Th that's how crazy it was. Like our, we told, I feel like between the two of us, we maybe told 10 people. And we've like had maybe 40 something inquiries, like, like, like mm. send us invoices. We're ready to work with y'all today kind of thing. So we don't know what's going to happen there. We're trying to grow that as much as possible. But um, you can go to vetdeck.com and you can also okay. send me an email. <laughs> if you're interested in particular yes. products, you can go to my Instagram profile and it's all laid out for you. If you want a one-on-one -on -one session, you just boop, click one-on-one -on -one session. If you want the email templates, you just boop, 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 click that too. Yeah. Email templates. And no email templates come in handy when I tell you, like, I still got it. I ain't did much with it. Okay. But I have, I have pitched one brand. One, what is, I'm what working, brand is it? You know, Don't tell me. <laughs> what brand is it? I'm actually not even having an event. Huh? Um, you don't even remember. Oh, okay. Actually. Okay. It was a Miami Heat, but. But it was different. Okay. It was, they have a foundation, okay. their foundation, and they do a lot in the community from their foundation. It's just like, oh, with things like it, they have it a form that they want you to sign. I mean, the like, man in the loud, and they have like, like though, I hate those things. I hate those, like, when you go to Coca Cola's website, and it's like, if you want sponsorship, fill this out. Like, we don't, we don't. Cause they get a and you don't know one of them. It's like I, I find mean, them that, on LinkedIn. You know, find them on Twitter. That's what I always say. Like, find them and find that connection point. If these people are going to be at conferences, go to the conference. Like, I am. I know y'all not going to believe me because I talk fast and I'm loud, but I'm an mm. introvert, mm. and I have to give myself goals when I'm at conferences. I'm like, <laughs> who am I here to meet? Because when they meet me, they're going to like me. Who am I here to talk to? And then I also find. Um, I find the most outgoing person in the room, which is the connection guru right here. Who's saying? I find her, and is, I know she's gonna talk to every person in the room, and that's who I go with. Because I'll be like, "Ooh, if I'm friends with her, she's gonna introduce me to everybody." Mm. She's a networking master. Yeah, I can see that. That's a that's a good little plan. But this has been such a good episode. Do you have anything coming up? Because I remember you mentioned you have something coming up in June where people can follow you to stay tuned and figure Instagram, out so what's going me. on. Also, we have a podcast. We're taping new episodes for our podcast now. We There's like, I think, 15 episodes up. I don't know. But if you go to my mm -hmm. link tree and you scroll, you'll see the little mic and it'll still listen to the podcast. And I
Lots of good tips there. If you search Vet Deck on YouTube, I have videos about how you get yes. sponsors. I say go through all of my free resources first because it is a commitment to work with me. So go through the, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. Go through those free resources first and then, because it'll give you tips like, <clears throat> do you have, um, do you have insurance, right? Are you willing to buy event insurance or insure extra insurance for your program? Like all, do you have an attorney? Do you have a standard sponsorship agreement? Like just all of these okay. things of what you need to set up before you think of sponsorship. People are like, I, I need money, right? I need this, I need that. And they can't even get through the assessment. That was a shady face, but they can't even get through the assessment, right? So mm. you just want to make sure that, you know, you go through my free resources first. I'm, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. My Instagram, I'm pretty funny. Um, follow the Vet Deck Instagram. And I think we have for questions, right? Am I making that up? Yeah. We have a couple minutes for questions. You say you went out? Yeah, we Definitely have a few minutes for questions. If y'all have some questions, y'all can drop them in the chat. I try to ask as many questions as I felt like new people I know. Would, you know, have questions about. These are all questions that I had before. I was like, ooh. You know, and I, like we did our, when we did our one-on-one, I was just like, ooh, this sounds like something I don't want to do no more. So, <laughs> but I think it's still good just have this idea and let people know what's available and who that they can who they can reach out to, you know, when this comes up. Because I don't have any events anything coming up right now, but when I do, I don't think I'm coming to you. Um, so that again? That's true. That is true. We're, listening. We're restructuring. Is restructuring. We, we have to talk about that. Oh, a constant construction zone. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's yes, like, that's, that's, that's why I keep saying this I think, evolution. Did you ask, did you ask all the things. questions on your um, sheet? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, someone actually just asked another question. That's and they question. said, what is so, the time so frame? We like to say three to six too. months at minimum, but it really depends on the amount of money that you're asking for and the time of year. So generally, budgets are kind of <clears throat> mentally done by September right so say I'm I'm I've, I've been a marketer I've been the person cutting these checks I've been the person making these decisions and usually by September I know what I'm spending money on for next year so like August 2022 brands that we work with frequently we're hitting us like what do you have for next year that we can put in the budget so August 2022 brands was asking us about what we got going going on now right so that's that's how far so if your event is in mm -hmm. january of 2023 and you haven't talked to somebody at that brand by august of 2022 the chances of you being included last minute it's like that that low-hanging fruit so that's that smaller checks right so say i worked um i was marketing director for a restaurant group my budget was like five million dollars right so two million of that is already earmarked. That could be we had a deal with um, Panther Stadium. So that could be like our large sponsorship deal, the software that we use, the events that we know we're gonna have. Right, every year we do this mm -hmm. Halloween thing where the stores would compete, so each store would get a budget. We had forty-two locations, so like all of that money is in that two million dollars. Then we have another two million that's kind of like potentially earmarked from things that we didn't get to do before. So, and that money might be, you know, oh, we want to switch this gotcha. to this. We want to do this, that, whatever that is, you know, going to be. Then that last million dollars is probably our, like, play money for new things, right? So when you think about it this way, I said 42 stores. A million dollars across 42 stores, that's not a lot of money. And across four states, right? So that's, that's, that's not... When you look at when you look at it, that's not a lot. That's twenty fifty thousand dollars per state, you know. Mm -hmm. So in that money, we already know, because mm -hmm. I've mm -hmm. been looking around for things that I always want to do. So we might, out of that new budget money, we might have five hundred thousand dollars. We might. That's up for grabs, mm -hmm. right? Might. So it's like, 
we've already gone through our budget with all these things. And if I don't know you, ain't no way you get in that half a million dollars that I had at the grabs. Why would I get, I don't know you. Why would I give you that, right? I don't trust you. We don't have a relationship. Mm. Why would I give you that? <clears throat> so the most important thing is to start building trust with these, with these, with these brands, you know, and when you think about, okay. oh, I want to work with Coca-Cola. No, you want to work with Sharon at Coca-Cola who takes yoga every Saturday morning. That's, that's who you're working with, right? You're not working with the red can. You're working with the people. So a lot of it is mm. finding the brands that you can connect with that mm. you really, really like and that really fits your demographic and at least getting, like, building those relationships in a real, real way. There's one, when I was at Vitamin Water, I went to a conference for, um, for a Black enterprise. And there was this woman drinking, uh, um, she was drinking... A a lemon squeeze, right? And I'm like, this hotel is a, a Pepsi hotel. You did not get, I just went up to her and I was like, hey, where'd you, you didn't buy that here because this hotel is all Pepsi products. Where'd you get that from? And she was like, I love this stuff so much that I pack it. She's like, I bring a case with me everywhere I go. And I'm like, this is so interesting, right? So I'm talking to her about her love for it. And she lived in Atlanta. And I was, at the time, I was with Vitamin Water. And I was like, I actually work for Vitamin Water. And give me your address. I'm going to send you one. And if she didn't move, I would still send her a case up until now. Because that was our thing. Every year, I made sure I sent her that case. And we built that relationship that way. It was just because I liked her and she liked me. When opportunities wow. came up, She'd be in my inbox. Hey, we got this. Hey, we got that. Hey, I want to introduce you to somebody. Because mm. I sent her vitamin water. Like, it's some of the smallest things that when you're really building those relationships and you're finding the people you like, it happens so, it happens so naturally and so organically that it's kind of like, you know, this, this could work. And whatever company she's at, we always stay in contact, right? So... The timeline, yeah. if it's like, you know, three months, you can probably get yeah. items sponsored. You might be able to get gift bags. You might be able to get, you know, swag and all of that. Six months, you'll probably be able to get some kind of check if you've been building that relationship. Because it's, it's like if somebody knocked on your door and was like, can I have $500? You're going to be like, no, I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know if this event is really going to happen. You know, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know you. So most importantly, making sure you're building that relationship that you've invited them to something that you're that you've already done like you know or that you're doing like hey i'm having this first event first a lot of people go and ask and like mm -hmm. a lot of people going like this like hands out hey here's this email with my deck and my ask and uh how great i am yeah. and i'm not gonna ask you anything about you know what what you need so that's the first step by september though you should be building some of these relationships mm -hmm. so then there's also kind of like the money that kind of gets left over, which is kind of that play money that if they see something, if they're interested in enough, that somebody might introduce mm -hmm. them to, you know, somebody's like, oh, my friend is, that's what happened with us in Dunkin' Donuts. I sent an email to somebody like, hey, can you connect me with, you know, T at Dunkin' Donuts, da, da, da. I sent them a, a personal story email. I was like, I remember being eight years old, going to Dunkin' Donuts every morning, getting a chocolate croissant and a hot chocolate with my dad. Like that's one of my fondest memories. And we worked with Dunkin' Donuts for years because I was personable, because I told them the truth, because I shared, you know, a personal story on behalf of a client and was like, listen, the people are going to be at this conference all day. They need to be caffeinated and no place caffeinate people like y'all, right? So really being able to connect. Mm. You know Dunkin' Donuts is like you, right? Yeah. So, you know, the, the timeline can vary depending okay. on who it is, what you're talking to, the check size. Right now, we're negotiating a $250,000 deal. We are in month four, something like that, month four or five. We probably got five or six months left to go. Like, when you get into those numbers, it's, it's going to be a very mm -hmm. long conversation, lots of people, lots of, you know, finalizing and getting it right. Mm -hmm. Right as, yep. 
Now we had another question. It says, "What do brands it find really the most valuable?" That brand, right? So we about a a some people, some brands value that over everything, especially if their stocks are going down and they need to recover quickly, right? So, I mean, but it's always going to boil down to money, like how they're going to get these sales. So whether it's they need to recover from that, whether they need to collect data, um, you know, about whatever it is to make better decisions um, internally, but. Sometimes it's who can get to the sale the fastest. Sometimes it's who can get to the longest amount of deals. Like what's the lifespan of this customer? So it really is really per per brand and it's different, mm -hmm. you know, per different industries. Yeah. <laughs> she said, no, we all need that much money. Well, but that is too funny and okay so let's talk about because I, I, people haven't dropped any more questions but um type of events that can be sponsored we, so is it uh, always like the big the conferences how small can it be was a 12 person yoga retreat yeah it was a 12 person yoga retreat to i want to say senegal oh. senegal have pink beaches somebody let me know it's it's someplace with pink beaches um and oh, the push okay. there was that and but also it was who was attending right so a journalist from the huffington post was one of the 12 people like um it not like a, a super big artist but an artist was another one of the people so what we did was the selling point of that you looking for who has pink beaches yeah it was like a pink it was like the pink sand or a red sand beach like yeah, girl. it was, it was girl. <laughs> sand that was like a draw so what we did was we said, you know, if you give monetary support plus products, we have a, it was a photographer. It wasn't an artist. It was a photographer. We have a photographer that's attending and they'll do a photo shoot for you in this destination. So by the time you pay $15,000 to fly photographers over there to ship the product, to do all of this stuff, you can sponsor this event and you'll get this out of it. And so that's. No, so the product. So, so a, a photographer, photographer was going to be there. So they were having a photographer go on the retreat. So we were we used okay. that as leverage, right? So we were talking to like it was oh. a yoga retreat. So mm -hmm. we had like electrolyte company, um, sponsor candle company, like yoga mats, all of that. And I'm like, you can get a photo shoot in this tropical destination if you sponsor this event. So by the time you would pay fifteen thousand dollars, you could give us five. Give us the five, right? We get this done for you. Because he coming anyway. He going to be taking pictures anyway, right? And, you know, let's let's make it shake. And we were able to make it shake. Yeah. It's, when I tell you it's really being creative, and part of it is how my brain works. <laughs> my brain is proprietary. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> once you start, like, seeing the deal out in the world, and kind of be like, oh, okay, well, I got this coming up. Like, how do I, how can I, like, for the co-working space, we're like, okay, well, we're going to have a, a kitchen area. And I'm like, Keurig needs to give us some coffee machines. Why not? us coffee every month. They need to send us coffee every month so we can keep this thing stock. Let's tell them that, you know, we have this black co-working space that we're going to blah, 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 blah. And this is what we can give them. And, like, let's see what they say. And they be saying yes. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody else have any more questions? Because the answer is yes on him every day, all day. <laughs> now, if you if you ever decided like, oh, I'm gonna get into a different space. What avenue would you move into? Or would you say you found I would do UX design. Like that. If, I, if I say if I have a third career, I'm be a designer. Because I am tired of going okay. to bathroom stalls that I cannot fit in. The doors be pulling. They be pushing. Like, how are you supposed to go? I'm like, the UX designer on here clearly has to be male because we cannot fit in these things. So there are specific problems. <laughs> in the design world that I feel like I personally need to redesign and bathroom stall doors is one of them you mm. yep. that's gonna be your special <laughs> I, can, I can see that
Yeah. Innovative bathroom stalls. I can see that. <laughs> people I'm laugh at it. I like it. I tell people all the time, like, my third career is probably going to be people like, are laughing. Of Mm, mm, that's funny. Okay, here's another one. We got one more. So, uh, how many, I recommend 20 how many per sponsorships month. is really like if you could get 20 per, per month out the door, then you're doing good. So, that's what 240. Yeah, if you mm -hmm. do 240 in a year, you'll get between 10% and 20% responses, right? So, that's like 24 to like 30 or 40 brands, and you can walk away with five sponsorships from that. Mm. Okay. Okay. Got it. So maybe I need to host an event. A book. Oh, I'm coming out with a book. This is my last OD to you know, government contracting, uh, consulting, not doing contracts, but I'm no longer consulting and doing the education oh, aspects of it. That'd be good. I have so to maybe do a book too. tour is on the horizon. Next. Joe. Ooh. I want to do we a need book to schedule the in the same tour and I want to do the book tour at the same time. Okay. Mm, yeah. That way you can pitch, I mean, uh, share out both and get people yeah. signed up. Oh. I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. <laughs> well, girl, no one else has answered or okay. asked any other questions i did go through all of my oh no i didn't i have another one all right well it looks like that is the end of our conversation so listen i'm gonna tell you again the website is vetdeck.com y'all go follow on instagram follow novi b on instagram as well because she puts out information and content like this literally all the time uh examples everything that you would need to get started in you know going